we have a question from Stacy. So she's asking, how do we apply for an EB2 visa? Okay. Um, so for E2, the, I'll just clarify these two because oftentimes it's very uh, confusing because there's an E2 visa and there's an EB2. Right. And mm -hmm. so for E2, that's called the treaty investor visa. It's a non-immigrant visa that I was just talking about. You make an investment in your business, five-year generally, multiple entry. Um, you can renew it as long as you keep that investment active. That's, that's E2. For EB2, that stands for Employment-Based Second Preference Category. This is a green card. Right. So, so this is for permanent residents, and it's generally based on individuals who have a master's degree or higher. Mm -hmm. And they have a job offer from a U.S. employer. Um, there is one way to do EB2 where you don't have a job offer, and that's by applying through what's called the National Interest Waiver Exception. It's the mm. NIW. And so if you work in a field that's in the national interests of the United States, you can then petition yourself without a job offer. Um, and generally, we you know we do a lot of E2 uh, or EB2 NIWs for physicians um, in the medical profession, a lot of uh, engineers, um, for example, um, a lot of, uh, oh, individuals who've just been very successful in business or their own skill, and they've developed patents for, um, say, for sanitation or for the environment in, in a certain way. Um, any, any type of industry where you can argue that it's going to be in the national interest would give you a shot to get this type of visa. Okay. Okay, that, 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 that is quite interesting. So the, the company that has made the job offer, do they have to be at a certain size or do they have to fulfill certain criteria? Or if you get any job offer, you, you can potentially apply for that EB2? Yeah, so, um, so then depending on what, what type of position it is, what type of salary it is, Mm -hmm. uh, the type of employer, uh, and as you mentioned, the size of the employer, where they're operating. Um, mm -hmm. We would look at all of those things because um, the, this individual mentioned EB2, but there's yeah. also EB3. And EB3, it's a green card, and it's based on generally having a bachelor's level education or the equivalent. And so mm -hmm. it all depends on the person and the employer. Um, mm -hmm. Because when you go through... EB3 or EB2 through an employer, you have to go through what's called the labor certification process. And so that's filing a labor certification or a request with the government. Mm -hmm. And you are basically asking them to, to verify that we're not taking a job away uh, from another U.S. worker. And so all through that process, you have to pay the prevailing wage. Uh, and show that you're going to pay the standard, at least the minimum standard for this type of position and that you're not going to undercut the wage in any way um, and things like that. So there's a whole process to get through this, but, um, but yeah, it does depend. The government, I think, is more uh, inclined to approve these cases if the employer is large. 
So for EB3, EB2 cases, um, for example, we see a lot of these cases through Google, Amazon, huge employers that that can utilize this process and they need 10 to 20 engineers, for example, or uh, maybe 40 different um, type of specialists in this field and they bring them in under the EB3 or EB2. Um, So yeah, the size does matter. If you're a small business uh, under 10 people, I think it's got to have to be very well organized. And, um, and if you have any type of ownership interest in the company itself, that's mm-hmm. going to petition for you, that's a red flag generally most of the time. Right. Um, so we, yeah, we try to figure out something else. But, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, you know, to answer her question, yes, EB2 is, is a, a great option. Uh, if you have a job offer, or if you don't, if you're working in a field that's in the national interest, you actually mm-hmm. don't need a job offer. Okay. So is it similar to like the E2 where it's restricted to certain jurisdictions, like for certain treaty nations, or is it like anybody, anybody has a fair chance at that EB2? No, anybody has a fair chance. Okay. And how does it differ? You mentioned Google. So when I, when I think of Google and those big tech employers, I think about like H1B1s. How is it different from that? Absolutely. That's a good question. So, um, so I would say the, the most popular visa for all of those gigantic employers to try mm-hmm. to get for their employees is called the H-1B. And mm-hmm. the H-1B is the temporary worker visa for the United States. It's, it's the U.S.'s bread and butter work visa. Um, the problem with this visa category, and it's just been a, a ridiculous problem for many, many years, is that there's not enough of them. Um, so, um, in total, just to, uh, summarize this very quickly, there's about 85,000 of these visas. Um, there's various caps and so forth, but I'm clumping everything together. So about 85,000, but every year there's about 220, 250,000 applications, sometimes more, uh, Mm -hmm. for those slots. And so it goes into a lottery system. And so not everybody, uh, is going to be selected. Not everybody's going to be approved. Um, so there, it's a lot of uncertainty behind it, but it's really the, the one way where you can get someone as a worker for your company uh, because the U.S. doesn't have a whole lot of easy employment-based routes. Um, we have the, this process, the H-1B, um, and then we have other processes for executives and managers uh, for people of specialized knowledge, that's the L visa. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have those green card options like EB2 and EB3. But that's that's pretty much it unless you're going to work for yourself and make an investment and so forth. And so that's why you hear H1B because it's the very popular work visa that all these companies use. Okay, gotcha. subscribe like share and comment below our books and upcoming events are available at htj.txt email us at help at htj.txt to engage us to advise on international tax or business matters